welcome to the Creative Mindset Podcast. I'm Aja Malin, a writer and a creative mindset coach. My mission is to help you grow as an artist and live a life that feels right to you. I'm really excited about this episode. So throughout the season, I interviewed several artists about their creative career, the successes, the obstacles. And at the end of each interview, I asked them the same five questions. So today, you're going to hear those questions and all the answers combined. And it's super duper inspiring. So I'm, I'm really excited to share that with you. And if you like this episode, don't forget to share it with your friends. I'm sure it's going to inspire them and motivate them let's go so just to remind you this season i talked to the amazing script supervisor shada kazimi i talked to katrin kirkman an opera singer a soprano and an actress i talked to the founders of the female film club liza van den smithson and nicole lieberman and i talked to fabrizio gamadella a writer director and editor of animated short films so here is the first question i asked them when you look in the mirror what are the first thoughts that come to mind? Probably how grey my hair is at the moment. Um, and, then, and then I try to be strict with myself and like say, you know, you're, you are enough. Uh, you know, I love and approve of myself. All of those nice, positive things. Um, I read this book called I Heart Myself, which tells you to focus on a few like bits attributes of your body that you really love and I really like my eyes so saying you know nice eyes and then I would go into have I got anything stuck in my teeth um <laughs> practical stuff but yeah I love and approve of myself I am enough and my hair's quite gray but I have really nice eyes and I'm not gonna go out with spinach in my teeth how much I've changed how much I've grown how much I have yet still to accomplish how much I've accomplished and how beautiful I am I don't look in the mirror because I, I know it's crazy but I got a sheet of paper stuck on my mirror because I used to look at myself in the mirror uh, just too much and getting obsessed with uh, you know my eyes are not perfect what about my nose so I don't look at myself in the mirror anymore and that's the truth does your hair look good today Liza? <laughs> You got this. <laughs> Next question. What do you think about your career so far? I think, I, I think I'm proud, but there's so much more I want to do. I'm still at the beginning. There's still so much to be done, but I'm proud. Uh, I'm happy with it. <laughs> I think uh, it, it's, it, it's going way better uh, than I thought. So I'm lucky, I'm happy, and I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing my next project done. So really happy with it. I am proud of my career. I've done a lot of the roles that I always wanted to do. And I've been in a movie, which was a massive bucket list tick for me. And I feel like it's never going to stop. I think my career is going to constantly evolve. And I might not be doing the things that other people are doing, but I'm doing my own thing. And that is good enough. To me, I feel like I'm exactly where I need to be because I did so many things and all those things led me to the Female Film Club where I can understand every role and every position because I've done it all. So I feel like it, it's exactly as it's supposed to be. Yeah, I think I've done really well. Um, I feel that I've done everything in the past 
you know, 10 years to work on my career and in the past four years to really build my career in film and TV. So I definitely am proud of where I've got to in this time. And I'm really excited for where it's going. Okay, so next question is a scenario. Imagine you're late for an important interview. It can be an audition, it can be an interview for a gig. Um, you might meet an agent, a producer, someone that can really have a huge impact on your career. But you're stuck in traffic. You can't do anything, even if the kind of person that's really organized, you're just stuck and you're going to be 15 minutes late and there's nothing you can do about it. So what are your thoughts and behavior? This actually happened last week. So I can tell you what I did. Um, it was a very important interview, a job that I've actually been chasing for a year. Um, I was stuck in the Blackwell Tunnel and actually took a wrong turn and had to go back and do it again, which is super annoying, um, having to go all the way back because there's not another way off. And they were calling saying, Shade, are you going to make this meeting? It started five minutes. And I was like, oh, my God, I totally lost track of time because, you know, when you're driving. And I thought, oh, my God, I've instantly lost the job. But I just said I was honest. I said, I'm so sorry. Time caught up with me. I'm stuck in traffic. I've had to go through the Blackwell Tunnel twice. This is not an excuse. Is there any way to do it in 10 minutes? You know, so I wouldn't be I would only be 20 minutes late. He said, oh, she's going to have lunch then, so don't worry. Let me see if she can do it tonight or tomorrow. And I was like, look, I'm really flexible, so whenever. And she, he said she could do it tomorrow. So I got home and I emailed them both and said, I'm so sorry, absolutely. I, I just, I, I was really honest. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm just caught up with me. It won't happen again. I look forward to meeting you tomorrow. And then we did the interview the next day. and But yeah, I didn't beat myself up about it. I just kind of thought, oh, you idiot, a little bit. But then I was like, that's fine. You know, shit happens. Things get in the way. It was a very busy, I just finished a very long job and just, you know, was traveling back. So I thought, it's okay. They'll understand. And traffic is traffic. What can you do? So yeah, I just, uh, I stayed with it. I did, I made my, my apology that was genuine and did the interview the next day. I mean, uh, I'd be absolutely shattered, like literally panicking, literally. And I'll tell you why. I've never been late in my whole life uh, on an interview. I can be at the meeting point even an hour before. I've done this. I've done this in the past. So I'd be complete. I'd be, I'd be panicking. It's something that has never happened to me. So I, I probably wouldn't know what to do. Uh, maybe try to ring to, you know, the company to, to apologize. Uh, but I got to be honest with you. Uh, I'd be panicking totally, totally. <laughs> to me, this would never happen because I'm always early. I'm never late. So if this would happen, this would be the worst moment. Salavi, if it happens, it happens. No, but it's true. Like it, I, I'm, I'm never really frustrated about things I cannot change because I try to focus on what I can control. And if, if I can't control it, I can't control it. And whatever, however it will unfold, it will unfold this way. So I would definitely freak out and I would definitely get my stress levels right up. And then I think what I would do is I would reach a kind of point of panic overload And then I would have to talk myself down. And depending on what mode of transport I was stuck on, if I was on the train, I would then immediately reach for some kind of hypnosis script or something that I have on my phone to listen to, to calm me down and then breathe. 
and then to be resigned to it and say, okay, if I turn up and they say, forget it, then it wasn't meant to be. And then if I do turn up and they say, yes, we'll still see you, to give it my all and try not to let that stress affect the way that I would perform. It's easier said than done. But I think that's, that's what I would aim to try and do. I'd probably use that excuse. <laughs> I'd be like, I was in a tube and then someone just jumped. <laughs> I think I would just think of what, what can I say? I wouldn't be too stressed as well because it's already done. Like, what can I do? It's happened. There's no point of me stressing about it now. I would just kind of think, how do I get out of it the best way possible? <laughs> and still like with, um, you know, grace. <laughs> Ooh, I love those answers. Now... I love this question. If you could travel back in time and talk to your younger self, what would you say? I would tell myself there's no need to rush. Everything will happen exactly at the timing it's supposed to happen. And just really be aware of the people you surround yourself with. Again, that's my number one advice for everyone. Yeah, I would say maybe rush a bit more. Uh, maybe I would say, I think I agree with Liza, like, think about the people you surround yourself with. But at the same time, it's strange because I really believe that I don't have regrets. And I think life happens as it should. And every journey, if you didn't do something at a certain time, it's because you didn't want to do it then and you had to take this path. So because I don't really have any regrets, but I think I would just say maybe like time is precious. Maybe that's what I would say. But I really appreciate it, especially when I'm looking even at the pandemic now. Sometimes I think, oh, my God, I'm so happy. I had so much fun because look at what's happening now. And I can't imagine my younger self at this point today. Like I did this. I did that. I did that. It's out of my system. So and I think maybe like my advice for others is like get things out of your system. You know, don't wait too long. So life is short like yeah have fun and don't regret it either just go with the go with the flow I would say don't worry because there's no point in worrying try not to please so many people all the time and just think about you and focus on you and everything will be just great just trust your instincts and your gut and you'll be fine I would convince him to turn uh, to turn vegan as soon as possible because uh, it's something that really changed my life, had a huge impact on me, made my life so much better. So I'd probably try to reason to him. Probably it would be totally useless, but I'd, I'd still try and convince him and coax him into turning uh, vegan as soon as possible. I would say don't worry if all of your friends think you are a nutter and weird because all of those weird eccentricities that you have that people don't understand as a teenager or as a smaller person, they will absolutely be perfect for what you want to do as an adult. And people will love you for having those eccentricities and they will find you funny for having those eccentricities and they won't discriminate against you for being different. Last but not least, share with us one affirmation or mantra or motto that you find useful. Oh, no pain, no gain. As simple as that. No pain, no gain. <laughs> um, I think I truly love and accept myself and I forgive myself. And then also I will make it. 
I will, I will, I will. This is also something that I, I work on a lot. So it's working on those um, abundant life and just working towards that abundant life constantly. And that abundant, the idea of that abundant life also changes because we're constantly growing and what we want constantly changes. So what I'm dreaming of today might not be what I would dream of in one year, but I'm always dreaming about something. Okay, so this is actually from a book that I love. So this is from Louise Hayes, How to Heal Your Life. Um, actually, no, How to Heal Your Body. So I sometimes get pain in various different parts of my body. And this is always, she says, linked to guilt. So if there's an affirmation for letting go of your guilt, which is, I lovingly release the past. I am on my path. They are on their path all is right in my world. That's been a big one for me recently. I just kept coming back to that one. So my favourite quote is by Maya Angelou, and it's do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. I love just the phrase, I surrender to the universe, because we can get so stuck in pushing and pushing and the moment of surrendering and allowing what is, is actually when the most beautiful connections and opportunities come up. Um, but this only happens if in your day-to-day day, day life you're pushing and you're working. It's not like, let's just surrender and then things will come. But if you're working throughout, you just keep reminding yourself, I surrender. Um, there's less pressure on the outcome. Well, that's it for this bonus episode. I absolutely loved all the answers of my guests. Uh, in the episode description, you have a link to each interview if you haven't listened to them yet. I mean, I just love how they open their hearts and mind for us and just share the journey so far. So please go and have a listen. And again, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. Uh, I'm going to be on a break for a while. So hopefully with COVID and all that, I'm able to travel home in France and enjoy my family. Haven't seen them for two years. So I'll be on a break for a while. Uh, so please look after yourself you have all these episodes from season one and two if you need some visualizations if you need some pep talk if you feel like an imposter or you're procrastinating or you just received a rejection letter it's all there for you you have those interviews as well to inspire you uh, so please look after yourself and see you soon <laughs>